Hello and welcome to A Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose. I am Tori, your host. Please take a moment to share this podcast with a friend and let others know they can find A Daily Purpose on all major podcasting platforms and on YouTube. If you haven't noticed, we have taken the Bible reading portion and made that a separate podcast just for you. So please be on the lookout on YouTube exclusively for the daily Bible reading, which will have a portion of the assigned passages. Now, if you have your Bibles, please let us open today's session with a portion of the assigned reading. Turn with me to Luke chapter 16, and let's read verses 1 through 18. The Gospel according to Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 18. Now Jesus was also saying to the disciples, There was a certain rich man who had a manager of his estate, and accusations against this man were brought to him that this man was squandering his master's possessions. So he called him and said to him, What is this I hear about you? Give an accounting of your management of my affairs, for you can no longer be my manager. The manager of the estate said to himself, What will I do, since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig for a living, and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I will do, so that I am not removed from the management. People who are my master's debtors will welcome me into their homes." So he summoned his master's debtors one by one, and he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of olive oil. And he said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, How much do you owe? He said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and write eighty. And his master commended the unjust manager, not for his misdeeds, but because he had acted shrewdly by preparing for his future unemployment. For the sons of this age, the non-believers, are shrewder in relation to their own kind, that is, to the ways of the secular world, than are the sons of light, the believers. And I tell you, learn from this. Make friends for yourselves for eternity by means of the wealth of unrighteousness, that is, Use material resources as a way to further the work of God, so that when it runs out, they will welcome you into the eternal dwellings. He who is faithful in a very little thing is also faithful in much, and he who is dishonest in a very little thing is also dishonest in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of earthly wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? And if you have not been faithful in the use of that earthly wealth which belongs to another, whether God or man, and of which you are a trustee, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or he will stand devotedly by the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon, that is, your earthly possessions or anything else you trust in and rely on instead of God. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, were listening to all these things and were sneering and ridiculing him. So he said to them, 
You are the ones who declare yourselves just and upright in the sight of men, but God knows your hearts, your thoughts, your desires, your secrets, for that which is highly esteemed among men is detestable in the sight of God. The law and the writings of the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since then, the gospel of the kingdom of God has been and continues to be preached, and everyone tries forcefully to go into it. Yet, it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for a single stroke of a letter of the law to fail and become void. Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and he who marries one who is divorced from her husband commits adultery. Lord, thank you for the reading of your word. Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 18. Dear friends, let us dive right into today's devotional by founding writer Tori Slaughter. Greed is not rewarded by founding writer Tori Slaughter. The Bible has much to say about the dangers of greed, and our Bible reading highlights this. So let's break down what Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 18 says, so we can learn, apply, and perhaps undergo self-evaluation. Jesus tells a parable about a rich man who had a dishonest manager. The manager was about to be fired for his dishonesty, and he knew that he would not be able to find work elsewhere. Actually, he didn't want to do any other work. Let's be real. So he called in his master's debtors and reduced their debts, hoping to win their favor and secure a place for himself in their homes once he was unemployed. Small side note here. This sounds very much like Absalom standing at the gate as he is positioning himself to take over the kingdom from his father, David. Just a side note. Let's keep going. When the rich man found out about this, he commended the dishonest manager for his shrewdness. Jesus then uses this parable to teach a lesson about the dangers of greed and the importance of using our resources wisely. The rich man in the parable was consumed with greed. He had amassed great wealth, but he did not use it for good purposes or to help those in need. Instead, he was only concerned with his own comfort and security. The dishonest manager, on the other hand, recognized that his position was about to be taken away from him, and he used his resources to help others. He may have been dishonest in the past, but he saw the opportunity to do good, and he took it. Jesus uses this parable to remind us that we should not be like the rich man who was consumed by greed and only concerned with his own wealth and comfort. Instead, we should use our resources to help others and make a positive impact on the world. This lesson is particularly relevant today, as many people are struggling financially and in need of help. As Christians, as the church, we have a responsibility to use our resources to make a positive difference in this world and help those in need. Yes, the poor will always be among us, but the more souls we save, the more right-minded and transformed each individual becomes. Ooh, hmm. We should be generous with our time, with our money, with our talents, and use them to help those who are less fortunate. 
whether it's donating to a charity, volunteering at a local food bank, or simply being kind to those around us, there are many ways we can make a positive impact in the world and combat the dangers of our selfish ambition, our greediness, our hoarding tendencies. When we have our hands open to give, God can deposit so much more. The more that we are able to alleviate the tendency to keep that which we made to ourselves and to release it and let it go for someone in need, we unknowingly, unknowingly sow a seed into another person's heart that they may receive Jesus' salvation, that their eyes may be open, that they may get up and walk, that they may be able to, to work and to provide for their families and the next family and the next family. And before we know it, this amazing chain reaction has happened. Hmm. We learn about the dangers of greed and the importance of using our resources wisely. We should not be like the rich man in the parable who was only concerned with his own wealth and comfort. But instead, we can actually be like the dishonest manager who recognized the opportunity to do good and use his resources to help others. And as Christians, as Christ followers, as lovers of Jesus, we have the responsibility to help those in need and to do so with generosity and compassion. As you read the remainder of today's passages, think about your own greed. Have you taken something that God wanted you to give to him? Don't wait until others discover your sins. Repent now. Joshua chapter 7 verses 19 through 21 shows us what Achan did and how that one man almost caused the destruction of an entire nation. Our decisions affect our friends affect our families, our co-workers, members of our congregation. As followers of Christ, we are instructed to build and not destroy. The things we desire may be given to us when we wait. God gave the plunder of Ai after the Israelites cleansed the camp of those who sinned. We are called to be leaders in some capacity, and as such, listen to God's command and meditate on his characteristics. Romans chapter 6, verse 13 says, We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Dear friends, be set free. In Christ, there is liberty. Greed is not rewarded by founding writer Tori Slaughter. One of the greatest joys of studying the Bible is the opportunity to share our insights with others. As we journey through the Bible in a year, you can join us on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app for an uplifting message, Bible reading, motivation, and create discipline. These devotionals offer the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's Word. For more ministry resources, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. We are deeply grateful to all those who support our ministry and podcast. Your donations allow us to provide this valuable content. We would be honored to have you as part of the Our Given Purpose family. 
If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry through a one-time or monthly contribution, you will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. Thank you for listening to today's devotional. Please visit OurGivenPurpose.com to get on our mailing list, connect with our contributing writers, partner with Our Given Purpose, and of course, share. Please share this podcast with a friend.